0: breathe if it doesn't breathe it's gonna die let us see if we let it be is it gonna fall instead of freeing if at least we say goodbye where we then we grieve and then cry i want to tell you before i forget hi everyone out there in eastern pei we are so excited today to host our 30th episode of busy in the sticks so we're coming live from Main Street in Montague. My name is Lori McGregor, and I'm the executive director here at the Chamber of Commerce. And we are so excited for our guest, Story Shado. <laughs> Welcome, Story. Thanks. Yeah, so I've got a list of everything that you've done. And I can't believe you, you had the time to meet with us today. So we're <laughs> just so thankful
1: to have you. Yeah, no, it's, I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, so um, a little bit about your background. You're a wife, a mom business owner. You've been in management positions. You're doing some consulting training with the Eastern PI Chamber of Commerce. Currently, photography, artist, avid gardener. And most recently, I heard that you're in a couple of
1: bands. So how do you do it all? (laughs) A lot of calendars, honestly. Um, We, my husband and I share a calendar. I have a calendar for work, Um, and if it's not in the calendar, then it doesn't exist in my life because I don't even have the mental capacity to just remember that something's happening. It has to be in there. And that's, I mean, that's the only way you can fit all that stuff in, I think.
0: Yes. So doing so many things story in our communities. So what led you down to this path? Like what, what brought you to like open up your own business?
1: Was that always a desire? Um, yeah, I think so. When I was young, um, well, actually, coming out of high school, I wanted to take photography in um, a- at college, but my mom didn't want me to because um, she didn't think she didn't think it would be like employable or whatever. Right, that you'd make um, some
0: real good money. Yeah,
1: and that it would be consistent. And I mean, I get that. Um, so I took marketing and advertising instead because it had this artistic component to it. Um, and then I moved away when I was eighteen and. I spent like, you know, 10 years managing businesses basically over in Halifax. Um, And I think after spending so many years managing other people's businesses, I was like really ready to just manage my own business, you know, Um, because it's really difficult when you're managing other people's businesses, because you enforce everything that they want to do with their business, regardless of necessarily if it's what your belief or what you think is best or whatever. And I mean, I'm like, completely respectful of their decisions. But I think I just was like, you know, I think I could do this and I could do a good job of it. So that
0: was when you were 28, roughly? Yeah. So you
1: moved back to the island back when I was 28. I did manage uh, I managed Baba's Lounge in Charlottetown. Okay, um, for a few years. And then and uh, yeah, then I worked for, I was the editor-in-chief of PEI Living Magazine for four years. Right. Um, and then when I left there, I decided to just do my own thing after that.
0: Right. Because really, it sounds like you were doing what everyone else wanted in their own business. So you kind of thought, I want to give it a try.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, being an editor is very obviously managerial as well. I took care of all the freelancing staff. I organized all of the photo shoots and like you know, the extra aspects of like everything behind the scenes basically. So, um, and that's where I kind of was reintroduced to photography on a commercial level because I was, um, you know, I was like a casual at home photographer, you know, right for my whole life. But, um, you know, I was, I'm thankful I had the opportunity with the magazine to, um, to like have access to good equipment and to be able to sort of, um, acquire new skills, um, and really grow that side of things for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So you
0: mentioned photography. So people can find your website. Is it storythorbornphotography.com? Yes. Yep. Correct. And is that your main source
1: of your busyness? And- mm, no. I mean, it's kind of wonderful. Like, my employment right. is sort of split between photography and marketing consulting, which I do. Uh, mostly through the Eastern Chamber of Commerce, which right. is lovely, right. um, and it's really great because photography is so busy in the summer, and then um, and and business owners are often really busy in the summer, so it's not a great time for them to um, upgrade their business or take training or something like that. So then, you know, in the fall and winter and spring, when it's a little right. slower for them, then we have the opportunity to like dive into you know, training them on social media marketing um, and uh, just general marketing um, and online presence and branding and all of those things so that they can launch the spring season, you know. um, They can be ready. Yeah, exactly. And they can work on those things and build their skills over the winter when they have more time to focus on it. So it works out perfectly for me. wonderful.
0: And I know for sure for our members out there that are listening, you're definitely filling
1: that need of training
0: for social media marketing. And... It sounds like you have so many side hustles going on, but you mentioned that you're a member of the chamber and you provide training for our members. Mm-hmm. So if there's any interest in that, they can reach out to us or yourself. Mm-hmm. So how did that come about?
1: So when I decided to leave the magazine, it was it wasn't like spur of the moment. I think I gave like a couple of months notice, but I sort of decided, okay, I'm going to I'm going to like What year was that? Story? It was Sorry. 2020. Okay. It was Just after COVID hit, basically. And I think, you know, that's so common for a lot of people to sort of reassess their life or whatever during that phase. You know, I'm one of those people. Um, But yeah, I I sort of decided, okay, I'm going to just try and do photography full time. And, you know, I have all these skills in these areas um, that I'm sure I can do something with. And so my first step, and I think it's like really the most important one, is to just get out there and network with people, and meet people, and talk to different groups, and um, you know see where that takes you. So I contacted you all and mm-hmm. um, met with you at the chamber. And at that point, I was basically planning on doing photography um, strictly for time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But after we chatted a lot about you know my background and my experience in marketing and management and. Um, all of that. There was, you know, there was sort of this idea. Well, why don't you just come, see if you can come up with something that's going to be a way that you can share those skills with other people? Um, so I created the first program, which is a cohesive branding program. It's basically, you know, focuses on branding, but predominantly is it social media marketing and online marketing, sort of based. You know, it's all about making sure your presence is consistent, making sure it's professional. And then also, like, learning those skills, you know, how to use Instagram, how to use Facebook, how do you advertise, um, a lot of hands-on things. So I came up with that program initially, and since then, um, we've sort of added, like, a phase two program that's right. more um, about analytics. and the numbers. Yeah, exactly, and right. diving a little bit deeper into things and how to, how to start a campaign and what does that look like and, you know, things that I'm sure a lot of small business owners don't really – don't really think about that much. Like they don't take a step back and go, I'm going to start a, a campaign, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, and so it's, it's nice to sort of break it down in a way that's not really overwhelming. Right. Mm. So I remember when
0: you came into the office that
1: day and some of the skills you were speaking about,
0: and I was, uh, my eyes were growing big because I'm like, that is exactly what our members in rural areas need. So roughly, do you know how many we put through training
1: through yeah. your programs? I think it's somewhere around 35 or 38 or something So like these that. are
0: 35 different individual businesses that yeah. have, yeah, that I have think gone so. through your programs. Yeah,
1: and that's in like a year, a little over a year, I think. So, so that is quite a lot. Really, yeah, it's been really well received and really busy. and Right, and I know um, if
0: you want to reach out on our labor market page, there's lots of testimonials uh, stating how wonderful stories programs are, so mm-hmm. be sure to to read up on those. So it's, tell me a little bit about the training programs. Like, is it group one on one? Yeah. So what did you find? What are important elements of the training?
1: Right. So one thing that I think is really different uh, and unique uh, is that all of the training is one-on-one and it's in person. I mean, you can do it through Zoom if you want to, but, um, you know, it's usually in person and uh, it's all broken down over time. So... Um, everybody with the cohesive branding program, for example, you have four sessions, um, and they're two hours each, um, but they're every few weeks. So, the great thing is we can get together. We can chat. You can learn some skills. We can do some hands-on work, and then you have a couple weeks to apply that stuff. Look at it. Go. Uh, what did I? What did I absorb? What am I confused about? What do I need help with? And then from my side, I'm in the background following along what you're doing online. Um, looking at your social media, looking at your website, looking at those changes and seeing how you're doing. Right. And then when we come back together, you can go, Oh, okay. Well, you know, you sort of understood this, but maybe we need to tweak that, or you know, or maybe they go, You know, I tried to like make it real, and I just couldn't do it. You right. know. So you um, step back a bit and exactly. And it's so much more. I just find it's so much more of a beneficial way to teach someone because there's so much hands-on components to it, and also because You have the time to step back before you're overwhelmed with the information. Mm -hmm. It is overwhelming. Yeah, you're not learning eight hours of information in one sitting and then, you know, having to go and just try and figure out what that all meant. I know for me when I do, I do a lot of like online training and courses, I find that hard. So being able to break it down that way just makes it so that every time we meet, we can be that much further ahead because you've had two weeks or three weeks where you've like played around with what we've learned and you've, you know, you've worked in real life with it. Right. So, yeah. And you
0: say one-on-one. Do you meet at the place of business, at their, sometimes their homes? Yeah. I've heard as yeah. well.
1: Yeah. It depends. Um, sometimes it, at the business, sometimes at home, sometimes in a coffee shop. We've met like it, around here, obviously, a lot of things close at five. So we sometimes will meet at Bogside even. Right. Um, and that's nice too, because with small businesses, you know, a lot of the time they can't meet During the day at their work because they maybe they're the only person there or maybe they run like a tour company or whatever and maybe they can't take that time out of their day so um, I offer training during the day but I also offer evenings and weekends so that it can work around flexibility exactly yeah and so I offer what I have is a calendly calendar that and I'll send them a link and so they can see all of my availability. Um, and just pick what works for them instead of us having to go back and forth and figure something out and them not wanting to, you know, ask, well, can you do an evening or then they know right away, well, this is what's available. Right. Um, yeah. And and, you know, some people with kids, especially it's difficult. So, you know, if I can go to their house or, you know, whatever, then um, ha- I'm work. happy to do that. Yeah. Right.
0: So lots of different areas and sectors have taken this your training mm-hmm. all over the map. But we're ideally is there a certain target target
1: of of a business or type of business that should be, or is it kind of all across the board? It's really all over the place. You know, I've worked with businesses that have marketing departments, you know. Right. And I've also worked with businesses that are just one person, you know. Um and, you know, some of the businesses are brand new and they're starting from scratch. And some of them have had a really good online presence for a few years. Maybe they have a really good online following, but they're just missing something that's not, you know, that's not getting them that extra step that they're looking for. So um, it's really nice. And it's, it's interesting for me because I love learning about the different industries um, and seeing what people are doing in those different industries, mm-hmm. and and so over time, you know, as I work in all these different fields, um, I'm a, I just know all that much more information for the next client who comes around because maybe you know it's similar to someone else I've worked with.
0: Right. No, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So um, we're announcing two other programs too that we're we're launching
1: in partnership with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and can you just tell us a quick. A brief summary of those? Yeah, so um, one is kind of like Instagram for business um, 101. So it's a basic, um, you know, how to use Instagram. This is great for people who maybe um, maybe they know how to use it a little bit, um, but they don't understand. Obviously, Instagram has so many layers. There's Mm -hmm. reels, there's stories, there's your your feed, there's guides, there's, you know, know, hashtags. So there is a lot to learn there. And I Mm -hmm. find that that's often a large part of what i do when i work with clients during the cohesive branding program so right. um this gives us the ability to focus just on that aspect and sort of like a step away from you know facebook and online presence and sort of overall branding and focus more on the skills one thing right yeah um and then the other program is basically like um like a campaign design program so uh and that's another thing i've really noticed people um like either having a hard time with or just, you know. So what's
0: a campaign? I don't even
1: know. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, you can use all (laughs) sorts of different words. You don't have to use the word campaign necessarily, but basically what we do is um, we figure out – I I teach them how to – learn how to create content ideas um an ongoing then that's what I mean by campaign like an ongoing content idea so like say for example on Instagram you are aren't using your stories you know and that stories are a really great way to um speak to your speak to your followers in a way that's more like um one-on-one and like more laid back and it's a great spot for a a lot of things but say you're like you're not using them because you don't know what to post in there maybe it's because of the type of business you are um you know maybe you're just like not sure what what you would do or maybe you don't want to show your face so like what do you post in there if you don't want to show your face right so um what we'll do is we'll I will help come up with some ideas of campaign suggestions you know We'll talk about, We'll have. where do we start? You know, do we start with, um, ev- let's pick like three days a week and we'll pick like a topic and we'll pick a topic that we know applies to your business in a way where you're not going to struggle to find content for it. So say, um, you know, like if it's an artisan, uh, store uh-huh. and say they have 50 artisans. Well, if every Monday you posted about an artisan, um, then that's 50 posts you know right right there that you can put in your stories and like this and that's part of the campaign yeah and this is how we'll structure it and so then you know maybe you make a post maybe you share it in your stories you know maybe you do um you know something like that we i like for example um with nadine we had the idea of um she's at east point craft shop yes east point craft shop sorry sorry that's okay um she she owns east point craft shop um but we had this idea of Well, we'll take the 50 Shades of PEI and every every post we will pick a shade and then we will either match the color or the name to an object in the store. So, for example, if it was called like... I don't know, I, I can't remember the names, but say it was like Lady Slipper or something, right. and it's like a pink color. Well, if she had something that was a Lady Slipper type product or something that matched that color, um, or even outside if there was like, uh, if it was like a burnt amber color and the sunset matched it, you know, and take a picture of of that, um, of the Fifty Shades okay, cool. with this item or, you know, this, this thing that, that matches the color or matches the name, Um, And that's, you know, for example, that's a really cool, engaging way to take something that they sell, pair it with some other things that they sell, but to display it in a way that's more engaging, that's more interesting than just posting a picture of, you know, a button of a lady slipper or something like that, because then people are anticipating that if you're saying I post this every Monday and Wednesday, I'm going to post these people will start looking for them, because they're going to know every week, you're going to do one. And what are you what's it going to be this week. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just coming up with those sorts of ideas where you can take what you do and who you are and make it really engaging. You know, Physio East did one um, over the summer that was great. That was a where Wait, they the staff? Yeah, yeah where it was, was like great. they picked, a, they asked them all some different questions, and you know they, and that was lovely. And that's it's just so much easier when you have those sorts of ideas because you can, you don't have to think as much about, well, what am I going to post? I don't have a plan. So,
0: And that's my question. Can you schedule those like Facebook?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. You can schedule pretty much everything. So, you know, and you can schedule across both at the same time. So you can have things going to like multiple platforms or even other, even other platforms like Twitter or something if you wanted as well. Um, But yeah, so you can kind of go, okay, well, we're going to put this in our stories or, you know, we're going to put this in our feed you know, once a week. And, um, you know, I sort of have like a a system, I guess, that we use to also help come up with what sorts of ideas to post. So, um, but yeah, so that, that program is really about not just giving them ideas, although that is a part of it, I will like physically deliver them a bunch of ideas. Um, But then also is about, well, how did I, how does that thought process work? how did we come to those ideas or how did I come up with that? thinking yeah. and business owner. Exactly, so that they can walk away with that skill so that they can go, oh, okay, now I can come up with some ideas. Mm-hmm. And Physio East is great for that. Like they've taken, you know, what I have, you know, t- told them and taught them, um, but they've come up with a lot of their own ideas on their own and they've been hugely successful. Mm-hmm. I think they had 100 followers um, when we started in January and they have – a thousand, I think now on Instagram. Oh my gosh, so, that's awesome. And yeah. that was the
0: other thing, the testimonials that are coming through. What, what an increase in numbers are you seeing yeah. from our business
1: members? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is like huge increases in numbers like that, obviously with following. And like I said, so that much, huge. so much of that is the engagement aspect, right? Because um, physio East, they do physiotherapy, they do massage therapy. Um, and it's coming up with a way to make that idea engaging for people. And right. sometimes that's difficult, depending on what you do, you know, depending on what the service is. Exactly. And And then once you, once you sort of figure those things out and you see what works, it's easier to kind of continue on with that momentum and come up with new ideas. Um, but sometimes it's just difficult to know where to start. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like things like that, like huge follower increases, but also just huge increases in engagement with a lot of the, um, the more larger businesses that right. I've worked with where you know they they're going from their post getting just a few likes to now they're getting 40 likes or 50 likes or you know people are commenting more people are people are seeing so what they're really posting So it's really working Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's wonderful. So 35-plus businesses, you figure, just with that training program. Yeah. And if people are interested, of course, they can go on the Chamber website. We have links on there to your new two upcoming programs Mm -hmm. with stories. So we're very excited to be launching that as well for our rural uh, business members. So um, you've done a lot. You've seen a lot of things. You've been a lot of places. Uh, You have a lot of side hustles. Do you have a funny story or something that you remember or a client that you worked with? We don't have to mention names, of course. No,
1: I mean, um, I definitely, I would say definitely in photography, there are a lot of funny stories. Um, and it's, it usually involves like kids or something. Like kids are very interesting to work with. Yes, I um, can imagine. Yeah, like sometimes they're like interesting in a good fun way and then sometimes they're just interesting in a challenging way obviously mm-hmm. um but yeah I've definitely I've definitely had some I I one, one family that I'll, I'll like never forget where one of their kids just didn't really didn't want his picture taken at all um and every single picture he was giving me the finger no way. like the whole his oh whole hand gosh. and I was thinking like oh you know I, I can photoshop things if like he's not being cooperative but it's really hard to photoshop that and I was like it was like we were having to tell their par- well, parents. Well, I didn't and they didn't notice okay. and I didn't want to say anything because what am I, what would I say? Like, yes. um, well, you're, can you yeah. tell your kid to not? Right. But but it was interesting. What like, result would you want to get? Well, and that, I've right? worked with that family before, so I knew he was kind of challenging. So we kind of had this like fun little back and forth, him and I, where he'd be like, well, this time I'm not going to smile. And I'd be like, well, I'm just going to like I can just Photoshop a smile on your face. You know what I mean? Like it was almost playful um but then kind of not because yes. it was challenging yes. still um and then yeah this one time he did that the, the entire time and I was just like I'm gonna figure this out like oh, I was so determined gosh. to just like make it work so you're able to edit it yeah yeah, yeah I did make it work but I mean yeah and I just find kids I love working with kids I even the challenging ones because i feel like first of all they're always photogenic like always it doesn't matter what they're doing if they're screaming or you know i think parents are so concerned with how they look but actually um, the kids always look great cuz yes. they're kids yes. so um but even yeah. flipping
0: the bird yeah <laughs>
1: exactly yeah yeah
0: okay so um, share if you could share with us a moment like during your career because i know like you went from management You're doing consulting training with us, photography, you're an artist, you're in band. When, do you remember a moment when things didn't go as planned or you're like,
1: oh. Yeah, um, I'd say like the most challenging time. I mean, to be fair, there have been a few, like I have managed a few businesses that just randomly closed for reasons and that's been obviously difficult um, you know, yes. um, but aside from that, I think the most challenging time was when I was with PEI living, um, because technically I wasn't allowed to have a maternity leave and I obviously, oh, so I had Ira, my youngest, he's two now, um, almost three. And, uh, yeah, when I, after I had him, I had to go back to work pretty much right away. And I worked like, I worked mostly from home, but I did have to go meet clients like a few times, a few days a week.
0: And um, was this in photography? You went back to work? Um, no, this was oh, when I was the, the editor of okay. the magazine. So you're still yeah. working for the magazine. Still working for
1: the magazine at okay. this point. Yeah, right. um, I left the magazine when he was a baby, um, but yeah, because of this, you know, I just found it really hard to be a, be a mom and be present and also How work and also like work at night when the kids are asleep, but like he's not sleeping because he's like a brand new baby. Yes. And Um, you know, and I think that's one of the the really difficulties of being an entrepreneur because you don't have access to maternity leaves and, you know, a lot of those sort of extra things that you do when you're employed by somebody else. So um, I really had to take a step back and look at um, how my life was structured mm-hmm. and what's going to work for me, yeah. you know, because obviously I have to be there for my kids, and I mean I have to work as well. But I just needed a little more flexibility in what that looked like. I mm-hmm. think to especially when he was just a little baby, so difficult.
0: You, mm-hmm. made it, you made it through.
1: I did, yeah, I did, yeah. But but I mean, and now he's like he's almost three, and it's great. But um, definitely was it was challenging for sure. Right? Do you have if, them in daycare,
0: or how does what, what does your so he like. he goes
1: to daycare um, three days a week, and and it was two up until recently, but now he's going three days a week. He doesn't love daycare, so I, I feel bad uh, sending him. That's hard. Yeah, it is, but that's because he didn't start going till this spring. Right, he's been home with me this whole time, and then um, my six-year-old, she's in grade one this year, so okay. she's in school.
0: So things are getting a
1: little bit
0: yeah. easier as far as everything you've got going on. Yeah.
1: And Ira, he, the, my youngest, he'll be in pre-K next year. So it'll be like, before you know it, they'll both just be in school. Yeah. And I'll just be home every day. Yeah. <laughs> like, not juggling Wondering kids. What to do. Yeah. I've been so used to, like, this whole, you know, my whole, um, uh, the whole time I've had my own business, I've just been, like, frantically juggling kids and work because I've had them pretty much full-time at home. Yes. Especially in the summers, you know, and um so I don't know what I'll do with all that extra yes, time I I'll know. be so productive yes <laughs> I could just imagine your calendar will be filled up yeah
0: yeah so in your years of your career like when you started did your first job was in Halifax is that correct
1: um, my first like management yes. type job yeah. yeah
0: so can you think of anyone who really helped you along the way like what
1: made the difference for you um I mean there's a lot of people but I would say in those early days right. um my the best bosses I ever had were at I don't know if you're familiar with the Paper Chase in um Halifax. It's on Blower Street right okay. downtown and it was it's a magazine store downstairs and a cafe upstairs and it was like it had been around for a year like 50 60 years. Wow. It's a really old business. Okay. Um, And my boss is there. I got really sick when I worked there. I have like uh, some stomach problems and um, I wasn't really able to work for a little while. And I mean, my bosses, they didn't owe me anything, obviously. Um, And I was just kind of not coming to work, but I wasn't like laid off and I wasn't really. And they, I remember them pulling me into the office and just being like, we're just going to give you some money so you can just go home and not worry about money, you know. And they just gave me money so that I could like, go and like be okay and and like you know get the help I needed and like get better because at this point like I was trying to figure out what was wrong with my stomach so they definitely valued you by the sound of that oh my gosh yeah it was lovely they were lovely to work for and even actually many many years later maybe like three or four years later one of my bosses from there he opened a restaurant that's called um the Brooklyn Warehouse I think it's called it's like a really lovely high-end restaurant. He opened a restaurant there, and he emailed in, me. Is this in Halifax? In Halifax, and I was already living in P.I. at the time. He emailed me and was like, I really want you to come and run this restaurant for me, um, and I was just like, I can't. Wow, you're
0: probably thinking, <laughs> yeah. okay, I barely showed up for my last, well, right? Well, yeah, but I was at
1: Paper Chase for years, <laughs> right. and I, they were, you know, they were like family to yes. me. Yes. They were really, um, they were really tight knit, everybody who worked there and so and and I did like you know when I was sick, I did get better, and I did go back to work, and I was there for a long time, so did you go to the restaurant did
0: you i go didn't work from-
1: I didn't take the job because I was in p e i and my dad had just passed away, and my mom had asked me to move home basically, so I kind of felt like it would be like not the best time right but I but I did like there were moments that I definitely regretted that because that that restaurant is beautiful and it's really popular and really successful and yeah and uh it would have been really great to work there wow. especially with all of my old like all, that whole family owning the restaurant yes. I would have just been back with like all the old guys that I've been used to being with, um, at the paper chase. Yeah. But, yeah. So they
0: sound so supportive.
1: Oh, they're lovely, like, lovely people. And if that would have been on the opposite end, yeah. what would that have meant for you? Yeah. It's interesting. Like, would I even be in PEI now? Right. Or what would have happened? Yeah. Had, had I just taken the job? But, um... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't necessarily regret it, obviously, because I'm happy where I am, but it, right. but I mean, they were just like such lovely people in my life, you know, yeah. um, when I really, I was young, I was in my early 20s, and I really needed yeah. that in Halifax, and how I didn't have any family fear. or anything there, right. yeah, so. That's a great story, yeah, That's really nice.
0: So what's future plans for you? What's what's Mm. in your calendar?
1: Well, um, you're doing a little bit of everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Um, I, I, I want to do more training. I like I, I mean, photography, I love photography, obviously, but I'm so passionate about um, marketing and like algorithms and like, you know, business management. I don't know why. Maybe it's weird that I find it so fascinating. But I just love like when I have a good meeting with a client. I come home and I'm like amped, super my, pumped. My husband's like, oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, man, like it was such a good meeting. He'll oh be like, oh, he's like, I don't understand how people get so excited about this stuff, but uh, but it's
0: true. You're really covering Eastern PI, yeah, East Point. When, yeah, where's all the over. farthest
1: you went? Like. Yeah, well, like St. Peter's and um, like Murray Harbor, pretty much all over. Yeah. yeah that's wonderful. Yeah, no, yeah. That's great. But yeah, so I definitely want to expand my training for sure, more, uh, stretch it f- further around, you yeah, know, yes. get more people up Surrey Way, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, maybe offer more programs and focus a lot more of my time on that. And then in the summer, I'd like to like do some travel photography a little bit. That'd be really cool. Yeah, because I have a... I love traveling and I'd love to be able to just kind of leave for a couple of weeks and do some shoots off Island. And right. so that's sort of like my next year tentative, like yeah. maybe spend a couple weeks away before we
0: need you here. No, that's great. It's good to have some plans. Mm. So just some rapid fire questions to finish up our conversation here sure. this morning. So what on your phone, what is your most used app?
1: Probably Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, Do you oh. think that's the place to be, like for business or what? It's really interesting, actually. Yeah. I think it depends on your the age of your demographic, right. really. Um, Instagram is really great if you're targeting like 25 to 50-year-olds. Okay. Um, and then Facebook is a little bit on the older side of that, maybe like 35 to okay. 65 or something. So I think both are really important. And also just they, I, you use them so differently, you know, really when it comes to being a business. Um, Also, YouTube is probably like rivaling Instagram. I spend an off, I don't even watch TV. I just watch YouTube. Yeah. I have some really amazing people that I follow that are like marketing people that, you know, un- they're like unpacking algorithms every day. And, you know, I find for me to do my job well, I need to be well, always you need to stay learning. Ahead, right? Yeah. Oh. And it's like, especially, I don't know if anyone, if you've noticed with Instagram, it's like constantly changing. Things are constantly being updated. The algorithm's constantly changing. So I spend a lot, a lot of time on YouTube mm-hmm. just watching videos and, Hearing what it is people are up to this week, or what's changed, or what people's predictions are, right. how to best do things. Because yeah. if, if there's one thing I don't want, it's to give people outdated Iranian information.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or something that's not going to happen. Yeah, or exactly. Got yeah. it.
1: Mm-hmm. What's your biggest pet peeve? Definitely dishonesty. Okay. I I really don't like. Does it? Irk oh my you? gosh! I'm like such a. I don't want to be. I don't want to be like. Oh, I'm like a moral. You know, yeah. perfectly no. moral person, but. I'm like the type of person that, you know, when I worked at a coffee shop, I never gave a free cup of coffee out in my life. You know what I mean? Like, I just was like, this is how it works. And we follow the rules and, you know, whatever. Because I just don't like, it. you know, I don't want to be, usually when you're lying or when you're doing something like that. Right. Someone else is going to be negatively affected. And that's the part of it that I just really dislike. You know, I feel like it's like I'm really more community-based, you know. I'm thinking about that side of things. So, yeah, when people are dishonest, I'm like, oh, it's kind of the worst. Yeah, it's not a good way to start things out, is it? Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: Especially in a small town. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) A favorite quote? Um, Have you thought about that?
1: I did. I was thinking about that this morning. I mean, so I think it's from a band, actually, from Vancouver from the 90s. They had this quote, and it's not business related, obviously, but it's a lovely quote. Um, One of the lyrics of their song was, um, even though you've got a broken heart, both pieces are still inside of you. And I was like, wow. man, I remember that gives me chills. Yeah, I remember being like 17 and listening to them. Uh, and that line just being like, you know, when you're a kid and you're super emotional and you're yes. like, yes, everything's
0: you know? a big, dramatic yeah. 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 deal. But
1: it's so uplifting, you know, like you can always like you have, even though your heart's broken, you still have both of those pieces, you can put it back together. And, you know, it's just such a lovely quote.
0: It is. And what a great visual
1: mm. for any age. Yeah, yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. But we can still work through things. Yeah, oh, that's absolutely. Great. I love that one. Yeah. Favorite local product from Eastern PI? Yeah. What's the story like to Oh Dubai. my gosh.
1: So, mostly food, honestly, okay. when I was thinking about it, a lot of food products um, like Maritime Madness Hot Sauce definitely right. for sure.
0: What do you put um, on? Where do you put that on? Like oh my gosh.
1: Anything? Yeah. We do, you ha- do it
0: on your eggs. Yes.
1: Oh yes. Oh my gosh. And you know, I'm not I even, can't. I'm not even a big spicy food eater necessarily, but I've really like, we must have 12 kinds of Maritime Madness hot sauce. So you start to develop like, well, this one is for this particular food, okay. and this one is good on this. Right. And um, but so they, not
0: every sauce is hot, right? They're quite enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, and
1: I mean, they make barbecue sauce and stuff too. They make like, oh, they make a really good honey um, mustard pickle hot sauce. That's amazing. That's like so good. Oh, that does um, sound good. Yeah, so definitely them. Also, Copper Bottom, I love. You yes. know what they put out. And they're just, they're, they they're a, a lovely products. company. They yeah. Are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, those would be your top? I'd say so. Yeah. 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 Supporting locals is so important, right? Mm-hmm. When we yeah.
0: We live here. Well, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure I'm for I'm sure as you've well. got something else on your calendar for <laughs> next. And as we say, people, uh, check out the Chamber website. Check out storythorburnphotography.com Thor- mm-hmm. for what Story is up to and her photography packages on there. And we just thank you so much for joining us today at Busy in the Sticks. And you certainly
1: are busy. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thank you.